three, two. Oh, what the fuck is this? Stop. All right, guys. Welcome to our next episode. I believe this is our fourth episode of the Coaster Chasers podcast. I got Deja and Anthony sitting here with me today. Um, we're gonna be talking about, you know, there, there's been some stuff going on in the the theme park world, and you know, most parks are starting to open up or are already open. At least all everything uh, in the south and the southeast are starting to open up. And Elitch Gardens, our own home park, is opening this weekend, which a lot of locals and people are excited for. Holy crap, what was that? <laughs> that was crazy. Sorry for your ears. <laughs> but no, um, um, let's get started. You know, um, something that actually happened a week ago um, in a couple states over in Nevada, there was an accident on uh, the El Local roller coaster at the Adventure Dome in Las Vegas, Nevada. I don't know if I said that. I'm yeah. high. <laughs> if I said that twice. Circus, at Circus Circus Adventure Dome. Yes. And so um, I guess what had happened was is some woman was on, and this El Local has a beyond, I believe, like a beyond vertical drop, right? I've been, it's been a long time since uh, I've been on I, it. I think it. Because it has a couple, like a couple hang time moments, and then there's like a, I don't know exactly what it's called, but it's an outer bank turn. It's almost like a a Teresa on RMC, just like a mini one. Yeah. Um, but so that one does give you some, you know, flinging, you know, effects, especially if you're not in right. But there's been a couple things that have come out of on the media and information that have come out saying, um, you know, this this might be the park's fault completely not no faulty restraint system it's uh it's the park what what do you want to what do you have to say about this anthony well when i first heard the incident you know i automatically because sns um company one of the one of the companies that actually is future engineering uh straight systems or their rides so i'm like I heard it, when I heard it was they said it, it popped open and stuff. I'm like, how could that happen? You know, so I kept thinking, and my first thought was maybe the ride operator didn't physically um, push the straighten all the way down, so it didn't click in enough that it sent the sensor off, but didn't sense it all the way. And see that that was the case, especially in the accident on the Texas Giant, where the restraint system did say it was closed, yeah. but the woman was still able to push it. Her her body weight and the forces was able to push it out. But this case, um, what reports were saying, even right when it happened, there was a rumor that this woman was a double amputee, and the each roller coaster specifically has a admission policy. To where you know the minimum you have to have on your body. I know it kind of sounds crazy to say, but like you know, at Illich Gardens we have those rides where you can you can you can't be missing a hand, foot, a leg. Yeah. You can't you have to have every single part of your body. But well, a lot of people don't understand that it's not because they're missing a part. It's because a lot of times, um, if you're a double amputee, your height change. So you're not your your height is now lower than before. So a lot of the rides can't fit you. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to say something, Deja? Uh, yeah. It's true that it can be because your height changed, but it can also just be because your limbs are what's holding you into the ride. Um, so if you don't have limbs that bend in certain ways so that you can be held in the ride it's just not safe 
Exactly. And, and like, yeah. what I think is this woman was just flung out from her waist. Because I've been on it. I've it hurt. It's it's a crazy ride. Yeah, I do think I do think it gets a little beyond vertical drive. I I haven't seen yeah. that ride yeah. in a while. It's like your, your, but, your classic Euro fighter style coaster. You know, sharp turns, quick transactions. You know, it's like that. So that, yeah, I, like I I think I remember the first time I rode it, I smacked the back of my head on the back seat. Like that hurt. So, yeah, well, Deja knows. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know. Last time I was a Revenge Dog, I only got a chance to ride um, the Cannon Buster because it's way before they had a logo but I rode like um, the Cannibal and Wicked who are both the same kind of um, little short little um, Eurofighter kind of coasters and you do go through those inversions a lot faster and a lot snappier than uh, like an Arrow or a B&M coaster yeah and so this and personally when I was there I've only been there once like I've, I've walked through it I think this last summer when we went to Vegas but we didn't ride anything but um when I went, I noticed that the ride operators really didn't pay attention, and they didn't pay attention to loose articles, or I don't even know what their loose article policy really is, because it's not really enforced on any of the rides, but, like, I saw a kid who was less than 40 inches, and the Canyon Blaster is 42? It's, uh, yeah, 46, I think. It's not 48. He was he he was definitely not he definitely did not meet that little mark that they had on the side and they let him on and he rode and I mean looking for them like the over the shoulder restraints really do work especially if you're not tall enough but like if it was like that loco like that that would be the case where you would be thrown out because you're too small but um they haven't come out with what exactly like where she was amputated so it 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 does seem like she was it does what's like everything is like kind of being tore, like pushed towards is that she was amputated at the legs or at least the feet because that right I, I think it definitely holds you in at your feet and your lap like a kind of like an RMC coaster does I know that I know RMC coasters you definitely have to have at least I think a full foot and then at least to your ankle or more I maybe I haven't I really haven't seen it in a while. I haven't checked the the rap policies since I worked at Elitch's, really. I think, I think um, El Loco has the same kind of restraints as, like, your um, Mac Ride, that one single bar that goes over top yeah. and it locks you in. But let me double-check that real quick. Oh, here we, here's actually a good picture of it. Hold on. Let's see. We'll get a chance. But anyways, um... But the height check thing, that's a big issue with a lot of parks, okay? And as a ride operator, I, you know, my biggest thing is height check, okay? I understand, I've seen kids get hurt before in height check, okay? Yeah, PSA to everybody, like, we've all worked at Elitch's, and I've, yeah. I've had, let, let me put a little, let me say a little story while we check out this ride real quick. Um, at Elitch's, one time on the Twister, I was, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's a... Those will go across here. Yeah, that is insane. You really, that really must have been, I don't know, some crazy, I don't know, some crazy freak of, freak accident. <laughs> but um, when I was at Elitch's, um, on the Twister, this kid didn't meet the 48-inch requirement. And I was like, sorry. I was actually one of the one that height-checked him. I was just the operator. And she came over and I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll uh, height-check him on the side and put him up, you know, you know, you know how we stand him up yeah. on the step and put the back straight? Well, I did that and there was like probably about an inch or more 
probably about an inch or more. And I'm like, listen, I'm sorry. I can't let your kid on. He's not tall enough. And they're like, oh, and this is a funny thing. It wasn't his, it wasn't his mom. It was his aunt. I think the mom or dad or whoever wasn't even up at the, or already down the ramp. But the woman went off on me, calling me a fucking bitch. And he was like, she was like, you tell him, you fucking asshole, that he can't ride this roller coaster on his birthday. And I was like. Listen, kid, I'm sorry, but you're just not tall enough. I'm sorry. And she went off yeah, on me. Yeah. <sighs> like like I said, you know, you know, a lot of you know, there's a lot of good parks and it's the people that do do height checks and stuff. And but a lot of times too, you know, as you the um, people come there, they treat the right operator like crap. Okay, and we're doing our job because we're looking to save your kids. Now we're not trying to be mean to kids, saying, "Oh, we don't want your kid to ride the ride." We do want your kid to ride the ride. We just want to make sure they're safe, because it's my job on the line. And if the kid gets hurt, I'm gonna feel bad because I want them to have fun. Exactly, and I don't know. That's what I've. A lot of people that have come to amusement parks that I've dealt with just are terrible people. I mean, obviously, I like the people who are all pumped and that are all chill and stuff. Like, I've had some fun moments with people. Like, when it was pouring rain outside, we took pictures with all the people, and they were like, hey! That was so fun. (laughs) What you gotta understand is that when you're put in that situation where a guest is mad at you, it is easier to let your child ride. Those people who actually check who actually make sure that your child is safe they're the ones who care they're the ones who are doing their jobs so don't say somebody else let my child ride it's more like (laughs) thank you for not letting my child ride because I want my child to be safe as a mom Personally, that's how I would feel about it. Yeah. I definitely appreciated those families that did that for sure. Like, oh, okay, Timmy, no, we'll try next no, year. Same thing with ride operators. They have to understand that, you know, you tell the kid they're too short to ride or something's kind of mean saying, I'd rather have them say, like, oh, I'm sorry, just just can't ride the ride right now until you, get, until you go up a little bit bigger or taller and something like that and say, like, oh, nope, you're too short, you can't ride. That's definitely in that child because that child stands that line for hours. Hours and hours getting excited because his dad is talking or his mom or brother talking about the ride, you know, and they get up there like, oh, no, can't ride it. Bye. Exactly. But at the same time, that person who said can't ride it by is better than the person who let this double yeah. amputee yeah. die on this ride. She didn't die, but <laughs> she no. got hurt really bad. But no, that's what it's gonna. It's coming down to at this point with them is the fact that uh, they screwed up. The park the ride operators screwed up big time because from what it sounds like, I mean, obviously we don't have the official information. It just seems like they weren't paying attention. They let this person get on. They didn't yeah, remember well. the admission policy, and the person got hurt because of their lack of knowledge. But also, too, you know, like I said, like, you don't know what's going on, what's going on. So it doesn't mean, like I said, demo amputee, but it doesn't mean that she might have her prosthetics still. So, her prosthetics. So, she might have prosthetic legs still. Some are, are surgically implanted, or another ones are they were removable. So, what happened there? That's the question. But, yeah, no, when it comes when it's going to come down to it for sure that's going to be the i feel like it's going to be their fault it's going to be the lack of training they're going to point out you know like sns obviously 
um, the checklist of the investigation that's yeah, still going so on. They have, yeah, they have to go through all of that. They have to go through the training, who was there. They have to go through the manufacturer, see why if the restraint system was faulty. They have to inspect the actual train, and so there's a lot. And I guess we'll find out in the next yeah. few days what. But also, do don't know no too that it's gonna affect everybody, even the right operator. That maybe this was a young kid or something. You know, his first job at this. At, Okay, um, operator, you know, maybe his first job ever, and this happens. You know, this is going to affect his, their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel sorry for those guys, but, you know, it's, you know, it, the, and what scares me about a lot of parks is they hire people that they're just like, oh, okay, we need people, so we're just going to hire people. And you're getting a lot, a range of people who care to not care, to are very observant, to are not very observant. And you definitely need those people who are, yeah. who, who pay attention. Like Elitch Gardens, um, Half Pipe, this has been in the news and this has been talked about a lot. Um, that ride, their admission policy for some reason is you have to have each each arm with four at least three fingers to make a hand to make no, a you only need um, a thumb a palm to be able to grasp gra- able to grasp yeah and then you have to have two full hands that there are two hands that you're able to grip and two full feet and there i've personally had to do it i've personally had to tell people hey listen you know the ride is you know the this is the reason and they're 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 very you know okay i, I understand and they're you know, like like a lot of things, like a lot of people, they're, they're understandable. Okay, now we got a couple times you get those people like they're like, oh, Mister blah blah blah. You know, I don't have to pay the role because I'm this person. You know, it's like, come on. It's like I understand that you have a disability that you're something like that. Okay, we understand that. Same thing like little kids. We're looking for your safety. That's all we're doing. We're not trying to be mean or anything like that. Oh yeah, and um, it. Definitely, I think there was an in, the incident was uh, 2009 at Elitch's where a girl was denied ride on the half pipe because uh, obviously she didn't have a full arm. Well, she'd claimed and gotten she had gotten on it before, which I fear was true. But when she was, which is also a problem, which a lot of parks have, but it's something that you know is fixed with training and. And all this stuff, but they, 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 when she came back up, she tried to ride it, and they were den- she was denied. But the operator was like, "You don't have all your parts. You can't ride." So it was brought off very rudely. Yeah, I think and, the biggest thing is trying. It's um, how how the like every operator or any any business, you know, whatever you do, it's how you present yourself to your customers. Okay. And that's why I worry about some of the people, especially yeah. who just hire sometimes, because I've gone as a guest the past couple of years and had some. Ew! What the hell, dude? You're even Disneyland has. Some like <laughs> people like that, okay? So, so don't think it's just like Elgin's and stuff. It's it's everywhere and stuff. So, oh yeah, no, I we 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 were at Six Flags Fiesta Texas and we were on Wonder Woman and the operator just walked away from his panel as one of the trains was just creeping into the station. Another one was going and I was like, oh, I guess uh, they're allowed to do that here? Question mark. And I talked to one of the supervisors like, oh yeah, no, definitely not able to do that. So they. I, I'm pretty sure they all had a little talking after that, <laughs> but um, no, that's that's definitely one. Th- 
one thing, but yeah. Did you want to say anything else about it? Well, like a good like let's say a good park, okay, a good park or anything like that, will have good training, good team leader, good um, everything. Is everything work together as a oil mechanic machinery? Like our ride operator will do their job correctly. The team leads. The trainers will train properly. The supervisor will do supervise correctly. Everything's smooth. See the the company I think that does that does that well is uh, Cedar Fair and Herschel. Yeah. They both. I mean, I've been to one. I mean, obviously Elitches used to be a part of Herschel and Family well, we Entertainment. The, well, we got the new one now, or the one we're going with. Oh, we got we got. We're, I guess um, we're getting we're getting Premier a, Parks. No, no, not premiere. We're still in a premiere, but no, our our um, our safety registration stuff. It's um, I don't remember the name. Of it. I'll make it later. Um, but we're getting new cards and stuff, new shirts and stuff. So this is what's going on. It, I think they're trying to prove themselves um, more safety wise. Now I can say it'll just prove their safety wise throughout the years. I start back in 2013, and we were actually a lot better. From 2013 to now, so I'm gonna see what's going on now, right now. So I hope it goes because last year we did very well. Well, mostly Liches did very well. There's an incident which I can't speak to where yeah. there was a an injury, not specifically ride related, but around the rides that was not handled very well. Yeah. Um, so. I think it's a good thing that Elitches is trying to improve their training process. Um, but I also think that might be required under their contract with Premier Parks that they um, do certain things. But with Premier, here's the thing Premier Parks right now only has Elitches and Magic Springs and Crystal Falls and then a, wa- and a water park. The re the whole so Premier broke off from Six Flags, but is was a former Six Flags affiliate, yeah, who was in higher management up there. So that's why I worry about where we're at right now is because the old Six Flags days could be with this guy that's running Premier, which is probably why Elitches isn't ran so well. Um, and I'm not docking Lori and, you know, the people who are higher up because they do a pretty good job. It's just the money flow is weird. The placement of rides is weird. The the upgrading of attractions yet plans to downgrade attractions is very strange. Because it's also owned by Stan Kroenke. So it's a private investor owning a park that's run by Premier. But he doesn't, obviously doesn't care about Elitches because if he did, he would have put in a lot of money while it was open when he got it. When he, I think he got it from Hershen, Herschel when they get, when they sold it, and so he's had it since, and that's been that's been a while, and I mean we have gotten a lot of new rides since then, which is really nice. Like two, since 2013, we've gotten a lot of new rides, but he's only owned the park since 2017. Okay, okay, so 2017, so so I guess Premier owned it. Flyer and um. Now, Kaleidoscape are the only new ones under Kronky. Okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. Well, Cosmic is uh, pretty much uh, Mal Wolf's little project, and we'll just help out. So I think it's Mal Wolf, this Cosmic ride, it's going to be a very interesting ride. I think it's going to be very popular in a way. Okay. 
I'm gonna tell you what. Um, I can't. I can't give you 100 what the ride is about because I have never been on it before or seen it. But what I have been told and talked about with the, from the Facebook photos from Meow Wolf and from the group and stuff that pays and that it looks awesome. It looks interesting. It looks interesting, but I'm going to lay my two cents in it. I think it's going to be popular for the first weekend and maybe Memorial Day and maybe 4th of July or whenever it gets cold and rainy, and I don't think it's going to be popular after this season. I think the biggest thing is if it's going to be popular with the kids. Okay, that's going to be the biggest test. I, um, based on the photos don't think that it's going to be a very kid-friendly ride. Like, kids will be able to ride it, but they I don't think will enjoy it like they used to. I think that this ride is more geared towards... The art. um, Probably actually teenagers between the age of 13 and like... 20 because it's it's catering more to that furry personality sort of thing I think um and artsiness and it's I don't know from the pictures it looks like it's very creative but I don't think that it appeals to a very wide audience I personally think Meow Wolf. I mean, they've been, they've obviously been wanting to expand out in Denver. But was Elitch's really the park to do it? I, like, because I understand the whole concept of a cool art ride. And, and you know how, like, different it's going to be. Like, yeah, it is first of its kind, one of its kind. Um, that's why it's getting attention because of that word. One of a kind. First of its kind, you know. But, like, they use the old technology. They're using the same cars. I'm pretty sure they're using the same guns and the same targets or just moved around targets. Same technology. And they did say when they were announcing it that it's going to be an upgraded, like a new technology that's never <coughs> been used before. And that got me thinking, oh, they're going to revamp it, take the cars out, put new a whole new you know system in and game system. But it's not the case. because are going to retrofit and upgrade the old vehicles. So that's one thing. So... I don't know what 100 percent is going on. Maybe there's something different that we haven't seen before. Maybe upgrade the soundtrack. Okay, maybe it's, there's a whole like lighting system inside the ride. That's an upgrade. <laughs> well, yeah, and I see from the. I mean, they had like videos of like the inside where they use different lights to animate things, and I think that's what it's going to do. It's going to be strobe lights that <laughs> animate things yeah. or dark. But, but the biggest thing about dark ride is the revival factor. Okay. Any dark ride, you like, you go to Disneyland, you ride a Pirate Caribbean, you look for different things. You like, you go like, oh, I didn't see this before, or did that before. Ghost Blasters, okay, with the rewritable factor was the score, the gun. You go at that ride, you get your score, and you're like, oh, I can try to beat my score. That's the rewritable factor of the ride. I honestly wouldn't rewrite it if I came back. If I saw it, like, I do like dark rides. I'm not a fan of dark rides, but... Like I only re- only reason why I've written Ghostbusters so many times is because it's it's here it's our yeah. it's it's our it's a, it's yeah, our home park or something like that we're like you have a contest with your buddy he goes oh let's go here and have a contest with buddy that's the rewritable factor and you know I see what Elitch is is trying to do right now is they're trying to keep people the attendance up and not let it go down. 
because once it starts going down, that's when they go downhill. And they're very fragile at this point. And they're obviously the future of the current lot and the current location is questionable and we don't really know what time frame really is they have there but they need something that gets people in and keeps people in and keeps people coming like all of my friends that i've made and i've made so many friends that are from out of state they're from texas and california and florida and, and all of them have gone by it on the highway and have no desire because they're like yeah well i've been to the six flags over here and yeah. it's so much better this place doesn't look very fun and i was like it's kind of fun like there's a couple cool rides and <laughs> but like right now they need something that's not in the region they need something, and this that's what they think this Meow Wolf ride is, is it's something that's cool, unique, and it is. It's very cool. It's very unique. I'm excited to test it out. I'll definitely be giving, like, my full review. I'll give, like, five good and five negatives about it. But, like, I'm probably going to write it once and just be like, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm going to get stoned, maybe try it the next time and write it. But, <laughs> like, Ghost Blasters, I didn't really care for. Yeah. I mean, it, it was cool. And what I would have loved to see is just an upgrade to Ghost Blasters. Just make it, like, a 4D interactive ride, kind of like uh, um, the uh, Justice League at Magic Mountain and all the other Six Flags. Was, like, that was a cool ride. Like, their vehicle moved. Like, that was a cool, innovative, like... You know, it's kind of like a Disneyland-themed well, ride, but uh, I'm not—I'll I'll give them the benefit of the benefit of the doubt. Like, I'm not—I'm not gonna dock it till I actually ride it. Yeah. But it doesn't seem but, like but, but the you, thing they're also, looking for. If this does well, there might be a whole new industry of you know, like a whole theme park around the art set, art thing. It'd be unique to actually have an interesting theme park that it's basic off the modern art elements and stuff. You know, you see those things like in Europe and stuff, you know, maybe this is the push that the park needs to push into something different. And yeah, and you know, if uh, if they get all the rides open on time and they're open open and not just closed like some rides have in the past, then I've worked there definitely. There was half pipe who didn't open until July, yeah. <laughs> but um, it, it would definitely hold out the attendance, but if they did open without like the twister, um, it would hold the it, it would hold the audience or the attendance, yeah. but but that opening weekend season pass preview preview crowd is normally pretty big, and yeah. that Every would be park, you know even with a new traction you always have to have that backup traction like when Seal Vengeance opened at um uh, at Cedar Point you know yeah people rushed there to go there but they had the backup coaches like Maverick and stuff now imagine if Maverick was it was down the same time as Seal Vengeance was down that would hurt the park that area really bad yeah that nobody would be up there yeah yeah I definitely so you always have that, that backup ride that we need you know and uh, could mine race do it yeah I could I think you can hold it but Twister. It's definitely the one the porn rides that Ilges. I, uh, and I, you know, I've seen them run it this uh, driving by on the highway a couple times. I actually saw it just stop, uh, stopped on the lift where they stop it. And I, and I, I don't know. It's, it, it makes me nervous. Um, I mean, I don't know if I'll personally ride it this next season. I'll go and see how, it, how it's running, but. I, I personally don't have desire to ride it just for my own sake. <laughs> but, like I said, 
we, we did test runs on it and stuff. Like I said, you saw test runs. And, you know, and the, the park wants to open, okay? Don't think the park does not want Twister open. It's important, okay? But, you know, I feel like the thing that would bring people in would be a, uh, a coaster. But I don't, you know... If Twister can withstand 25 more years, which I don't think it literally can physically, but if it can, it would need a renovation between now and then. And that would be the RMC renovation and enthusiasts go all over the country to ride an RMC coaster. Yeah. Like, those and, are unique. And like I said, I'm a Susan too. I love Twister. I love the Twister. Okay? Twister is one of my favorite coasters and stuff. But even I look at it and I'm like, man, this is one of coaster in the RMC. And everyone will agree. Like, people are like, oh, we should RMC the Beast. No. No RMC the Beast. Oh, we should RMC the Razor. No. No RMC the Razor. RMC Twister 2. It deserves it. Twister 3. Twisted Twister. Twister. <laughs> the Twisty Twister. That would be cool. Because, I mean... <laughs> We over here have to travel 12 hours to the nearest RMC coaster. <laughs> and so we're, it's a desert, a coaster desert almost out here. And yeah. we get people from Nebraska and um, Kansas and uh, Wyoming all the time. Well, I guess, and yeah. so that, that's a crowd that we well, attract. I did, like, I did a story on my, um, my, my um, page, uh, The Thrill Coaster Nuts, and I, I called it the, the Oasis, the desert of the music business. You have nothing for miles from Denver to California except like Lagoon Park and maybe down south you have a little like um, what is that? Cliffs and um, Frontier City. Those are all little small little fine little parks but there's nothing exciting or major. There's nothing big and that's what Elitch's has tried to be. Elitch's used to be a very big attraction in the Denver, in the Denver, or the Colorado region, the West, the Midwest. You know, you heard of the Twister, Mr. Twister, if you're coming on this side of the Mississippi. Like, that was just something you had to see in Denver. But now, we're at the point where we're almost one of the parks that nobody cares about. It's Colorado. Like, yeah, we have Lakeside, little family park, but that's Lakeside. It's a family park. Yeah, you have the classic Cyclone, which is one of the oldest coasters in Colorado. But it does. But that park is not going to have your big crowds and your your enthusiasts go there, except like maybe just ride the ride, get the credits, but not your crowds that come there to to stay and spend money. Yeah, and you know, I do give you you know, credit for um, they do have half pipe, which is a very unique coaster. I love half pipe. That's <laughs> my favorite roller coaster, Eddie Liches. <laughs> but um, half pipe, and then we also have Sidewinder, which is a unique credit, which is a very fun shuttle looping coaster. Um, and you know, it Liches can you know it does have potential, especially now with our economy in Denver just exploding and if they they're voting magical mushrooms next month and if they legalize that oh my god i fear for our rent <laughs> like everybody's yeah. going to be piling into colorado but no like we need something here like that like i said the people i've talked yeah. about from california and texas they don't have they're like oh i don't care to visit elitches because it's not nothing like yeah. my old park like i talked to him about six flags over texas like oh yeah i remember when they re- redid the the texas giant like they like i don't know they they loved it and that's what elitches needs is an yeah. rmc we twister need that, we need that thing where we're going down the highway and you see that one unique ride i would say one unique ride is cannibal at lagoon park when you go down the highway and you see that tower you're like 
we're pulling over, we're riding. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you need. Or you see Seal Vengeance. You can actually see the shape of it. Or you see Top Seal Dragster. You're like, we're pulling over, we're going to the park. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've had that same experience. Uh, one of my coworkers at the place I work now, she came from California, and she is not impressed by Elitches at all. She sees it from the highway, and she, um, she's like, I used to go to Magic Mountain every weekend. Oh, my God. None of those rides even look interesting to me. Oh, I can't imagine coming from my home. Like Sam Johnson, the other guy that's going to be on our podcast here in the future, his home park was Six Flags Discovery Kingdom in Viejo, California, and that's a nice park. It has a height limit, but it had it has Medusa. It has oh, that's one of my that's one of my like bucket list parks is to go. We have, we have the potential to have a good park here in Colorado. We have the potential. We just need to be pushed. That's all. Yeah, I and what I think it needs to happen is I think I think Kronky either needs to let it go and give it to a company and run it or you know keep it pour money into it. He needs to pour money into it. He needs to like and like I said in the previous podcast I fear more that more viable of rides. That's the thing. It's like when we well, like ages that's one thing. I do work at ages. But how many swing rides do we need? <laughs> yeah. But what I fear what I fear it's just, it's gonna Six Flags uh, Astro World. It's gonna, they're gonna promise the park the set amount of money for the land, screw them over, screw them over in the demolition, and it's just gonna be gone forever. It's that's just gonna be a forgotten hoping, memory. That's why I'm looking at Cronky. That's helping that, it, because that's what happened. Like the, I, what I've been reading about the first time the park moved. There's a bunch of shady deals. There was a bunch of dealing, dealing back when the first park first moved. Okay, if you look at the concept art from the original park, you know it's different. You know the concept of what it's going to be. It's not the same as it for, as it was built. Okay, I believe it was rush. Maybe Cronky will do something right. Yeah. Okay, I'm just hoping that. That's that's our that's some green finger cross. I mean, this guy's obviously a businessman. He knows what he's doing with his money. It's just, I just don't think he cares about Elitch's because if he did, he would have poured millions of dollars into it. And not just a little bit, he would give them a lot. Like, if I walk, like, Lakeside right now is completely beautiful, beautiful tizing itself. They're repainting everything. They're getting the new coaster ready for this next season. Like, they're going to... They they're doing work, you know. Yeah, it looks like they're they might even be taking out the racetrack finally to make more room for more rides. And see, Lakeside is doing it right. (laughs) Even though it's a pay by, pay by riding. Yeah, but that's that's what Lakeside is. Lakeside is our local community park, and it's always going to be Lakeside. Okay, I like love Lakeside. It's a nice family kind of park and stuff. And I. I, even though the Cyclone isn't as fun as the Twister, I think the Cyclone is in better shape than the Twister, even though it's longer. I the Cyclone is a lot better than Twister. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That little coaster, you know, it, it's small. I can tell people. When you look at it, it's like, oh, it's cute. But she does kick your ass. And when she's done, you know, she gets that little loving care at the end because that handbrake system they have because of unique school. ride, old school system. And you go to that brake system instead of like Twister or an old new ride when you go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, oh, God, we're going to get stop. And they're like, nice. You're like, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> He's being nice today. <laughs> oh, and I, man. And also, too, 
I, the rewritable factor on Cyclone is more. Be- I like the rewritable factor on Cyclone better than uh, Twister. I love a cyclone. I just love like the the part where you like it like banks to the yeah. side and you're going straight. You're like ah, oh, you're the person's on top of you. And you're like ah, oh, I'm gonna fall out. I remember as a kid, someone like tried to throw one of the kids off. He was being a dick. He like he was like I'm gonna throw you off and like grabs him and I'm behind. I'm like oh my god. I'm like actually screaming. And no, obviously he didn't die, but <laughs> but it almost felt like that. Like I was afraid that someone like was gonna do that to me. <laughs> looks like the new Lakeside Coaster will most likely be open. Um, I, I think they said that um, you just have to go. The last inspection will be coming up soon. The beginning year, the third party inspection because every park gets third party inspection. Um, we're just knocking wood. Hope it gets going. Yeah, the reason why they closed it or didn't open it last year after they built it was because. Uh, I think it's Daytona. The yeah, Daytona, Daytona, the same exact model derailed, and they found it being corrosion due to its design. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they obviously didn't open it. So I think they were just making sure or, or doing something to it yeah. to make sure it doesn't those, do that. But, but, but those Zephyr coasters, man, they're portable coasters and they're old. They do travel all over the country and stuff. They put it together, put it back together. And I've been on a few the models of them, and they're a lot of fun. You know, like I said, they're a lot of fun, but to you know, safety, safety. Yeah, I mean, perfect for Lakeside, right? At least it fits the theme. <laughs> oh my God, Lakeside had a commercial uh, last year, and it was hilarious. It goes, "Ow, oh, you get what you paid for, Lakeside." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That should be the Twisters' new new like oh. motto. <laughs> like that. That's funny. <laughs> but, no, but that, I, I like that. Actually, that, that the park's having fun. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm excited to go to Lakeside more than I am to go to Elitch's this season, not gonna lie. I have a, I have a date, and I, I'm choosing to either go to Lakeside or Elitch's, and it's probably gonna be Lakeside first, because I'm not paying to get any Elitch's. <laughs> but... Oh, yeah, I'm trying to go there, too. I think that's my... That might be my first stop. Of the year, we should do a double date up there. That'd be, so <gasps> That'd be so fun! Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I think there's like a package for like seventy nine bucks where you get Glenwood Caverns tickets and Hot Spring tickets. So all you people out there, free advertisement for them. Go to Glenwood Caverns and not Elitch Gardens this season. Oh, no, no, I'm just kidding. No, you should go. Yeah, support Anthony. Go to Elitch. Yeah, just support the. Come to support this guy's paycheck. That's all we care about. Elitch is a good park and stuff. Like I said, I work there and stuff, and you know it, it's a good park and the people are people are good and friendly and stuff it just needs an upgrade okay that's all I say yeah I love you Liches. I'm I'll, I'll still go this season I'll, I'll probably go a few times definitely excited to check out the kaleidoscape ride but I think I'm gonna hit the water park you know have one of those days where you're supposed to when you buy a full freaking day ticket you go to the water park and then at the end of the day you go to the theme park so you get your full freaking money's worth what is it? Sixty four dollars now. Sixty four for a one day ticket. Is it? It's only like sixty bucks or nine for um. Uh, season oh, pass maybe that's right what I'm now. thinking so, about. Um, forty nine. I think it's fifty nine ninety five or something. Let's let's double check, because I know they they've gone up and they've gone down on their freaking prices for their tickets, yeah. like they change their schedule. 
But, you know, this weekend, I don't think they're going to be running very much because it's going to be wet and cold. But Sunday, oh, Sunday's going to be fun. So, oh, parking. But come on. Has any par- a park that ever had a, a proper premiere season pass opening? Right. <laughs> oh, it's 60 bucks. Yeah, fifty nine ninety nine Online, they sell it for 40 bucks, which is not bad. I would pay 40 bucks for an Elitch's ticket, but not the full gate price. And then they price their season passes at 180 bucks full price. Like, come on. Is this Six Flags Magic Mountain? Like, and the regular pass is 70, 70 bucks. Listen, all of you people out there, I bought my Six Flags season pass for 84 bucks. And I get in all the Six Flags for free. And that's literally a one-day ticket to Six Flags Magic Mountain. And we went to Six Flags Magic Mountain four days in a row. Let, where's your money's worth right there? You can only get into Magic Ma- Magic Springs and Crystal yeah. Falls with this season pass. But you gotta remember, if you are living in the Denver metro area, that is actually a better deal than Lakeside. It doesn't feel like it because you go to Lakeside for like 15 bucks and you get to be there all day and have fun all day, but they don't have a season pass option so if you're the sort of person who likes to go a lot of times in the summer that 69.99 is worth it i would never buy the full price one though oh hell no yeah you did all all you people you get get it now on that special price because it goes up after um memorial day that's when they are like okay well now you gotta pay full price for this ticket or for the ceiling pass (laughs) <laughs> well, like, like the year, well, uh, last year when I got my um, plan path for Cedar Point, I got it early because I paid like $130. But when Memorial Day went up, it went up almost 200 Oh, yeah, definitely. I saw that. Yeah, I, I got my, mine at Knott's Berry Farm because it was so cheap. I think it was on, I think it was on, uh, it was for, it was during Fright Fest for the, mm-hmm. and I got my season pass for the next season. They let me in the park for free with it, too. <laughs> but, um, it's let's talk about let's switch the subject off of Elitch's. Yeah. Um, we're 40 minutes in and we've talked nothing more much about Elitch's, but out of Elitch's, but there's a couple interesting things that have happened. Uh, let's do the first one at Magic Mountain. There's been a couple things that have happened. Um, actually, the piece of shit Green Lantern 4D, 4D fly intamin Zach spin coaster thing is like, closed down forever. Wasn't that like one of the very first free spin kind? Of, well, except the well, the X coaster. I think this was its prototype. I think prototype, this was their the prototype. First actually, actual first free spin one, but not the first spin um, like flipping coaster. That was X coaster at Max Mountain, and it came back too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, because you've never been on it, right? No, I have never been on those type of coasters in my so, life. Yeah. So basically, and what I. I was told is they actually toned it down to where it doesn't flip as much to reduce maintenance and they bl- and they trim it midway so it stops and you literally because your seats free are supposed to uh, flip with inertia and that's how that ride's supposed to go and it literally stops you and your seat stops spinning like right almost like towards the last oh. part so you don't get very much so if you have one of those big pot bellies hanging over you're gonna have that nursery spinning around all day uh, i thought that well i thought that was yeah, the case because why it hurt me so bad oh you but you rode the we rode batman we rode the sns version the much better version <laughs> that one actually flips you but you see that one needs magnets to propel you 
to push them because it goes over the magnets and that's what flips you. But the reason, like, I hate this ride. I, like, the first time I rode it, flung my glasses off. <laughs> and, like, we didn't even flip. I hit my head twice. I think Andrew Flayton hit his head, like, four or five times. He had a headache after. We had to stop for a minute. So, so me missing this credit's not, like, something I'll miss. <laughs> no, you won't. It's, I mean, I feel like you'd probably be in more pain than enjoyment because I definitely was. But, no, I'm definitely glad they're closing that roller coaster. It's been an eyesore since it's been closed. Like, like the past... It looks interesting. I like the, the, the green work and the, like the logo stuff. It looks interesting. The green lantern is cool, but... The like... design of the ride is really pretty, but if the ride doesn't function the way that it's supposed to, it doesn't matter how pretty it is. Yeah, true. Yeah, and it's... I. It's just a mechanical nightmare. Let's pull up the video and I'll show you guys. Well, but, like, it was, like, Intamin. I mean, obviously, Intamin coasters just are pieces of shit sometimes. But I feel like Intamin tries really hard. Well, I think with the problem with Intamin, okay, don't get me wrong. Intamin does push the limits, okay? They, tr they push it. Okay, B&Ms are wonderful coasters, but sometimes they don't push the limit that much. Uh, yeah... But the problem is when you push the limits, you're going to have more mechanical, more th issues. <laughs> so let's see how many times this flips in this video. So we're going down. Oh, didn't flip. Supposed to flip right there. Oh, supposed to flip right there, and it didn't. Oh, supposed to flip again, but nope, we're stopping. We're stopping so you guys can't flip. Oh, uh -oh maybe we'll we get one. Go. Oh, nope. Didn't get that one. And we got oh. the first... We got two. What? Nope, we got one. What that was happened? it. That was lame. Oh, we oh. got number two while it parks oh. in the station. It didn't even go all the way over. That was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> what a gay ride. <laughs> oh, I could only yeah, say that. Like that. <laughs> it was like watching Grandma in the walking chair during a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it's gone. I, I, they should just put a freaking... They should re... They literally should... Rebuild the SNS version of the 4D fly coaster and theme it to Green Lantern. I could well, see Six Flags they, doing they, that. Well, they, they need a free foot, uh, foot ride or free spin ride when they have the X2. Listen. Well, this one is shorter, <laughs> so you're not going to wait well, four okay, hours in line. Well, I understand that part. <laughs> yeah, but listen, this ride kicks your ass if you're not ready for it. This girl was not ready for oh, it. No, the so four, the Batman at <laughs> Fiesta, oh. Texas. And the bat, I think the bat, I haven't been on the other ones. Well, I've been on two. I've been on the one at in uh, Six Flags Over Texas and the one at Six Flags Great Adventure, or no, Great, yeah, Great Adventure in New Jersey. And Batman flips a lot more than the other ones do. Well, but I think the I think the, what the mechanics did, they tone it down like well, they do with Green so, Lantern. Fast Texas have the free spin, right? Yeah. That's one of the parks I'm thinking about go, maybe going this, later on this year season. We're definitely doing the, um, myself and one of my other buddy, Ben, who you probably knew Ben from the other podcast, we're going to be going out to Silver Dollar City um, in June. That, I'm, I want to go with, I might go with you. Okay, because on. that would be awesome. We're gonna be driving out there. That'd be fun. So let's watch. Let's let's see how many times the Batman flips. The one that murdered Deja's head. <laughs> Listen, if they just had a padded headrest, maybe <laughs> I wouldn't have died so hard. <laughs> uh, that's what I hated about the uh, uh, the other one. It was just like the first little dip 
that you went, like, it hit your head. Like, it forced your head down. It didn't even flip. Yeah, look, those look like padded headrests, but they're not. It's hard. It's hard plastic. It's hard black plastic. All right, so we're getting to the top. Oh, so it's kind of like the Intamin one, but sideways, if you really yeah. think about it. Yep. Okay, one, two, three. Oh, oh four. Oh, that's <laughs> Yeah, that's where Deja died. I mean, we're only on the first part. We got... Well, not yet. Where's the other one? Here we go. Oh. Uh, oh, nope. Five. Five. Maybe six. six. We got one more lift. What, six? Oh. Uh, nope. Oh, but still. The other guys did. But still, six versus two. <laughs> yeah, those other Early guys two. were flipping like crazy. They, yeah. They're probably in the one that I was in, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn and I it's flipped like a, so like, much. Like coasters. I've been on three of them now. You know, I've been in the one um, Lagoon Park, Sorry. the one at Worlds of Fun, and then I've been on the one, a little carnival one, you know, the, the little carnival one. But, you know, each one is different. Yeah. But, you know, and, here, and so speaking of Magic Mountain, um, they're also talking about getting a Star Flyer, a world's tallest Star Flyer. So be, uh, the one in Florida? Yeah, they're gonna be 150 or 450 feet. The one in Orlando. So I think if, I think they'd go 500. That'd be freaking awesome. But 500 or 475. That's either or. I feel like, but that would be lit. I just feel like 500 is too tall. I mean, how do you even? I don't think Magic Mountain even has a height limit though. That. That's true, but I don't know. Like. I looked at the one when they were building it uh, in Orlando, and I was like, how, like, because it's going to have to go through a hurricane. Like, Magic Mountain doesn't have to worry about that. At least, I mean, earthquakes may be that toppling over, but, like, the base, it didn't look like it was anchored in really far into the ground. Like, it's attached to the ground on a cement base, but I don't know, I didn't see, because I watched the construction process, and I didn't see them putting, like, a whole, like, section of tower underground. Like, well, Tower of Doom is 100 feet, about 100 feet into the ground, right? And so, I don't know, well, that'd be interesting. Well, it looks like the, the concept, like the, the Star Flyers, I'm looking at the design of it, kind of reminds me of a crane, like those free cranes you got for the skyscrapers. Oh, yeah, that's true. So those things actually are very well balanced for some reason. They last like through hurricanes and stuff, and at times they just crop over like nothing. Yeah. So. Or, or they just spin around at the top like crazy. <laughs> but no, yeah, that would be sick. I mean, the Star Flyer rides are my, one of my favorites. My favorite... Um, yeah, new kinds of rides. But speaking of new rides, um, Carowinds opened their Copperhead Strike this past couple weeks, two weeks ago. Yeah. And, like our friend Anthony, um, we'll get him on the phone. We'll do a phone interview with him. Um, he works, Anthony Mostio. Um He actually lives in Orlando and works at Universal and SeaWorld. And so he'd definitely be a guy who'd be it cool to interview. But, um, um, he went with a bunch of his friends from Cedar Point and all around to Carowinds that weekend and rode it. And they, it sounded like they had kind of a rough opening. Like, like every ride, I feel like, is that a rough opening. Yeah. But, um, like, 
what they opened with, with was one, they were running one train opening day, and then it was closed most of the next day, and then it was completely closed, and then they got two trains running, and then one train was running people on it with another so with dummy. So it's much like the uh, 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 light rod of the... Oh, yes. Of, like, <laughs> And but don't and then also like poor um, still vengeance too. Think about their opening. <laughs> but yeah, still vengeance. But they 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 collided a train going like three they miles an hour. Digger just kissed Jesse's butt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's. But I guess these mechanical issues are serious because they're using the same. Um, LSM launch system as a lot of Intamin rides, especially like our half pipe. But the the second launch I heard is what's getting problems, and it's overheating, and it's all this stuff. Like, Halfpipe gets really hot, and it uses the same technology, and they have to actually physically cool it down with fans underneath and well, mist. If anybody doesn't know what the LA, what the LA launch is, it's a, you actually have it in your dryer. If you take the uh, the thing that caused your dryer to spin, that's an LED, LED um, magnet that spins your dryer. So if you fly it out, it's the same concept. And when you run your dryer too many times, what happens? It gets very hot. Yeah. <laughs> and that kind of sucks for them. I don't know. Testing in the winter time is so much different than running it in the... Yeah. the the warmth of the hot of the day, because running the rides over hundred thousand, hundred times over hundred times a day, yeah, that's gonna get hot. But I, that roller coaster looks awesome. Like I really hope they get their shit together because <laughs> I want to ride it. Another one thing I would say about the whole uh, Copperhead thing is, stop whining about the forceful launch. It's not about the forceful launch. It's about the hang time. Yeah, the, if you want the forceful launch, you gotta go to the Max Force. Yeah. That's the roller coaster. Or, the, or, the, or, 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 or well, it's gonna be I'm, I'm, the Max Force. I'm wondering if it's gonna have the same feeling as I hypersonic, uh, went back in King's Dominion because that that air pressure launch thing, that was one of the most forceful launches I ever been on. Like I've been to different launch style coasters, and man, that one, man, it that plastered against the back of your seat. Top Thrill Dragster. It's forceful in a way, but it's long forceful. You you know get that speed quick, but Max Force or not Max Force, but um, hypersonic or Max Force, you just go, boom! You're back your seat and you're off. Oh my God, I love those launches. I think uh, Accelerator at Knott's Berry Farm has one of the fastest accelerations in the United States. I love that one. Accelerator Uh, at Knott's. Or what about the the Superman? Oh, the what's that, Mister Freeze? Did you guys? Oh, I love Mister Freeze. It's not as forceful because it's not really that fast, but that one's fun. That one, yeah. I, I just love the fact that you go up the spike yeah. and it launches you down now, again. That's one of the launch coaster I love is Monsters of Revenge. Now it's an old launch coaster, but man, that still gets you your heart rattling. <laughs> I love Monsters of Revenge. My favorite thing to do on those kinds of coasters, I actually do it at on the Sidewinder Elitches. Yeah. As I scream as hard as I can, then I look up really fast. Yeah. And when I do that, my like I start blacking out, <laughs> and you get a head rush. It's so fun. Well, like, uh, yeah, but <laughs> so people stop complaining about being, my copperhead being um, not forceful, okay? Yeah, I can't wait to ride that. There's so many roller coasters I'm looking forward to riding. Hopefully, I'll get to Canada this year and to oh, ride the Yukon Yukon Striker. Wow, what I see now, I'm like, I'm like I only been on one. Um, well, one, uh, what do you call it, dive coaster. That was um, Val Raven at um, Cedar Point. Mm-hmm. But I'm like looking at this one, I'm like, wow, actually I might like it. Yeah. Oh, 
Did you want to say anything, DJ? So, also another coaster that just opened was that um, White Whale in um, Spa Land and not what is it, Nakas something? <laughs> it, that looks. That is a beautiful paint scheme of any like, coaster. For people who don't know what we're talking about, look it up after. But it's a it's a giant it's an RMC wooden converted coaster. So the entire thing is painted white, like white white, and the track is not is ocean blue. It is beautiful. <laughs> it, it's it's like it's like wave. It's beautiful. Yeah. I, I just, don't know. I have a feeling that that won't last though. With any track, you know, <laughs> you do lose the paint. So it, if you're looking for that that beautiful paint paint job, I would want to go within the first couple of months. It's yeah. China. They're not gonna. <laughs> they don't have regulations. They're not gonna upkeep it as well. No, <laughs> like, like um. TPR, the theme park review guys, they they call some of their coasters out there dilapidated coasters. They got their knockoffs and they got the dilapidated coasters. <laughs> and then they got the knockoff Chinese coasters, which are actually not made in China. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but no, I I I mean that park is really good. There's some parks that are really good. Like um, what is that one that's on the cliff? That's off of the cliff. That's so photogenic. Oh, it has the B and M floorless coaster. Isn't the bicycle one. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it goes on. Yeah. Ah, Ocean Park. Yeah. Ocean Park. That park looks so beautiful. Like they have. It's like a roller coaster tycoon park that you. Yeah. A scenario that you play. That it's just off a cliff. It's so cool. Like. <laughs> oh no, Planet Coaster. <laughs> Planet Coaster now. Oh, and then speaking of Planet Coaster, everyone was playing out there. Another advertisement. I'm gonna be sponsored by these motherfuckers, but no, they're they're putting the Copperhead Strike like a, a model of it in the in yeah, the game with with all the theming too. All the theming, which that's is so cool. Like that game is so cool. If anybody loves roller coaster games, that's the game I would recommend. See, I should get I should be sponsored by these guys. When we're when we're bigger, we're gonna get sponsored. We're gonna go. We're gonna get on. We're gonna go to Six Flags for free. We're gonna go to every theme park in the whole country. My goal, if I like I said, is just go on a big world trip and just go to every park in the camp. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just take an entire year off and Two visit years. every park. I need to win the lottery to do that. Same. <laughs> we, need to, we need to start buying some lotto tickets, man. <laughs> but no, guys, I think that's going to be it. It's just going to be just, we were just randomly shit talking on this episode. But if you guys have anything else to say, you can leave a comment on our Facebook page or whatever. And don't forget to visit Elegis. <laughs> and make sure you visit Elegis Gardens. Not this weekend if you're not a season pass holder, but next weekend for sure. The weather will be nice. It'll be in the 60s. Um, we're supposed to get a snowstorm on Wednesday. Really? Yeah. That's good luck. Okay. Good, good luck with your training. I know you're <laughs> you're running behind, running out of time. It opens this weekend. Ah. Cody's so like rolls his eyes at me. Hope he listens. Hi, Cody. If you listen, I love you, buddy. <laughs> but I'm like, hey, I asked him. I was like, hey guys, how are the rides go? And he got them all open. He's like, our rides are fine, Trey. And then he put the roll eyed emoji. <laughs> so I guess we'll uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, looks like looks like Starflyer is getting a new floor too. So that's pretty good. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll end it on on that. We'll see you guys hopefully soon. I know it's been, you know, a break since our last podcast, but we'll we'll definitely be talking more about Elitches and um I'll give my full review. I might do a video vlog of uh, when I get a chance to get on into the park. 
Um, but yeah, thanks for watching or listening, guys. Thanks for listening to this ramble for an hour. But definitely like our page, and we'll keep you updated. And yeah, peace out.